So we're making about 6000 a month right now in recurring revenue. Some people, they pay us, uh, you know, 5000 We have one customer pay us 5000 and then we have the other 10, 11 paying us like 119 or 250 You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sebastian Morolo. He started a video game studio back in the day, built a microprocessor company, and built two SaaS businesses before his current company, Jaojin. If you believe a couple semiconductor patents, uh, he's he's quite. If you believe in patents, he's quite an engineer. Though some people remember him as a group fitness instructor. He's married with kids and has amb- ambition to help people run sustainable micro businesses. Sebastian, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. Hello, Nathan. Good to have you. Okay, so you're a fitness instructor and a SaaS entrepreneur, huh? I was a fitness instructor, not since I have kids. <laughs> You're not like a soul cycle instructor. You get up on those things and, you know, do dance moves and all this kind of stuff. No, I was doing uh, capoeira and uh, like punching stuff, you know. Uh, it, that strikes me as a better fit for you. You look like a tough, you look like a tough guy. You got to be tough as an entrepreneur. All right. So Thanks. first off, if people listening want to follow along, the name of this bad boy is a little complicated. So so listen, it's D-J-A-O-D-J-I-N.com. Xiaojin. So what does the company do, Sebastian? Uh, we host uh, billing and profile pages. So if you build a SaaS, uh, you kind of need all of this. And that's what we provide. Okay. And what do you charge on average per month for it? Uh, we charge uh, 119 a month. Uh, uh, and then we have uh, multiple tiers depending on your traffic. Okay. And when did you launch this? When did you get your first customer? Uh, about five years ago. Okay. So call it 2015-ish? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And and how, tell us that story. How did you get your first customer? Do you remember where? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all by referrals. You know, we were doing a lot of uh, upgrades on SaaS businesses, you know, so we were doing professional uh, consulting. And then uh, we decided, like, everybody needs the same thing. So we're just going to build it and then sell it on a hosting uh, basis. And that's what we did. But, but where did you find uh, your first customer? I mean, did oh, you go to sorry. a forum or... No, first customers, it's uh, all referrals. It's basically people we used to work with before. And we told them, like, listen, we are not going to charge you per the hour anymore. We're just going to charge you a flat fee, but you have to work with us on our platform. So did you have an agency before this? Yes, yes. Okay, what was the name of the agency? Uh, There was not really a name for it. (laughs) So (laughs) you were doing consulting work? Yeah, 
way too much. Yeah. I see. Okay. And like how, what was your best year in terms of revenue for the consulting work? The best, the best what? Best year in terms of revenue. Uh, the first year. <laughs> yeah. The first year was the best year. It's what like, year was uh, that? Uh, 2009. And how much revenue did you do? Uh, we were doing about 200 K. Okay. And what gave yeah. you the confidence to shut down that revenue stream to go all in on Zhao Jin, a software company? Uh, because if you do an agency, you get paid by the hour, you know? And, uh, so I was, I, I was thinking we're gonna, just going to make more money. Uh, and it's going to, as soon as we decouple, uh, you know, how much money we make from the hourly, then we have a potential to go higher. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So you got your first customer from some, from some of your old agency clients. This was in 2015 right. for your software project. How many customers are right. you now serving today? Uh, that's a very good question because it really depends on how many people are paying us or how many people in general we are doing. Uh, but hey, I would I say would... like, yeah, um, you know, it's a B2B. So I would say like we have 12 people uh, paying us and then uh, total how many customers. It's uh, it's a lot. Uh, well, what's the I'm difference sure. between someone who's paying and how someone you're calling a customer? Or don't Isn't that the definition of a customer like if they're paying you? Well, we have a model like WordPress. So we do have a lot of people using our products, but we just don't know about it. It's all open source. So they are customers in a way because, you know, they learn about our products. They like call the support when they have questions. So we actually find out about them when they start asking questions, but they're not paying us directly, you know. Uh, So it's like, you know. They're not signing up for our service, but they're using our products. So I would still call them customers because we provide support. I see. I see. Okay. Um, So you have 12 customers paying $120 a month. So you're doing about $1,500 a month in revenue? No, 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 no. Yeah, well, no, that's what we charge. But we have some people, we charge them a lot more than that because we have a bigger websites. So we're making about 6000 a month right now in recurring revenue. Some people, they pay us, uh, you know, 5000 We have one customer pay us 5000 and then we have the other 10, 11 make, paying us like 119 or 250 So, yeah. So you're doing six grand a month today. What were you doing a year ago? Yeah. A year ago, we were doing about the same, but we had a larger share of professional services. Like this year, we don't have any professional services uh, at all. It's all uh, hosting fees. Well, so, so so how do you scale this, right? How do you go from 12 customers to 24 customers? That's a very good question. It's the most difficult part at this point. <laughs> you have to uh, rename the damn company. This this domain name is impossible. <laughs> is it, is, it is impossible. There's no word of mouth. I mean, is it impossible to pronounce? You're right. You're right. Uh, that's a, that's something we've been thinking about. Uh, actually, when we got our biggest customer, we actually had to write on the website that the company was a California company because many people thought it was a Chinese company. So we had to reassure our customers that we were a U.S. company and a California company. But what, I mean, what's taking you so long? It's so blatantly obvious you need a new domain name. What, what, what's, why is it taking so long? Uh, because it's not the priority, like, you know, we, we do support our customers. So what happens is our revenue doesn't grow, but our customers' revenue by using our products is growing really fast. So as a result, we spend a lot of time supporting our customers and their business. For that, though, that's the problem. That's correct. 
but at the same time, you know, when we get bigger customers, they make more money, then it's going to help in the future. So, so it's a long-term play. I think you have to be more selfish. You're doing too much free work. Uh, that's what my wife says all the time, yeah. <laughs> what does your wife do? Uh, right now, she takes care of our kids. Uh, How many do you have? We have one and another one on the way for December. Oh, that's exciting. And you're in San Francisco right now, right? Correct, yeah. What's it like being locked down with a pregnant wife and a, and a little one already there? Uh, that's crazy. Uh, that's really crazy. <laughs> like, what do your mornings yeah. look like? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happens in the morning? What is your morning? What do your mornings look like? So the morning is I wake up, you know, and then I look at my emails and there's a lot of calls and things from Europe showing up. And then my kid wakes up. And so I have to stop everything, take care of him. Uh, my wife wakes up and she starts making calls. And, you know, so like, yeah, it's it's all shopped up. <laughs> the whole day is shopped up. It's fun. <laughs> so your domain name makes it very hard for people to refer people to you because you can't say it over the phone. You're, but you're built on open source. How are How are these customers finding you today? Uh, GitHub, mostly GitHub. Okay, explain. I'm not familiar with sort of how that works. So explain that. How do they find you on GitHub? Uh, so usually what happens is uh, people look for something like SaaS frameworks or they look for tools to build uh, SaaS businesses. And uh, by chance, they always end up on GitHub because it's like the biggest uh, repository of open source. So that's usually how people get, especially developers, they get uh, there, they find our products. And what happens is Jaojin is, it's a hard name to say, but it's very close to Django. And Django is the technology we're using. So actually for developers, it's not that bad. Uh, but it's true that for, um, um, you know, decision makers, it's harder to find us. Uh, so you should you know. rename your company Hango because H is next to J on a keyboard. So anytime someone misspells Django they'll on GitHub, they'll find you, which. Oh, interesting. That's a really good idea. Yeah, actually, we haven't renamed the company because I didn't have a good idea yet. So <laughs> that's very good. Thank you so much. I get 10% of all your new revenue. <laughs> all right. That's fair enough. <laughs> I thought you taught punching. You're supposed to be tougher than that. You should say no more than five, Nathan. All right. <laughs> Have you done this all bootstrapped, Sebastian? Correct. Yes. Bootstrapped. Okay, that's great. And um, are you thinking about raising capital or no? I am thinking about it, yes, because at this point... Uh, we do need capital if we want to scale and especially support the kind of customers that we have. Uh, it, it's just, you know, we, we start to have very, very big customers and uh, we, need, uh, we need a certain scale to be able to support the, these customers. How much do you want to raise? I think at uh, 500K to start. Uh, and how much of the company would you sell for that much? Uh, that's a very good question. It depends who I'm raising it from. Uh, you know, if I raise it from partners uh, that are interested to contribute to the business, then I think it, you know, a significant part might be good. If it's people purely putting money, then I would uh, give less of a company. So how, what is but a lot? If a strategic was going to do it, how much would you give them? A strategic, I could go all the way up to 40%, you know, because I, I, at this point, I, I need to hire people. So somebody that comes with money and believes in the projects wants to money and work there then you know i'd have no problem with that so you would do something like raise sort of 500k on like a eight hundred thousand dollar pre-money valuation or nine hundred thousand something like that or a million <laughs> sorry they get 40 yeah. percent of the company 
Yeah. And you yeah. build it together. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, if it's pure money, I would, I would uh, give a lot less of a company because we need that money to have people working here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How many people are on the team today? Three. Three. And all of your engineers? Uh, correct. Yes. Very good. What's your churn today? Well, the churn is very simple. If somebody, if a business doesn't make money, usually they churn within a year or two. Uh, if they start to make more money than they have to pay us, then we have these customers forever. Uh, so the churn has been like one, two percent at this point. Got it. And and walk me through um, sort of your famous five here. So the first one is, what's your favorite business book? Oh, my favorite business book? I haven't really thought about it, but I like, um, I think it's The Sales Machine or it's a book. Yes, yes, yes. yes That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, Natalia from Microsoft. Uh, yeah. yeah. Number t- uh, three, is there a favorite online tool you have for building your company? An online t- uh, I don't uh, Yeah, it's a hard question. I don't know. Uh, your answer is GitHub. Yeah, mostly like, yeah, GitHub. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yes, yeah. Number four, <laughs> with a pregnant wife and a little one there, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh, it's not every night. It's basically four hours during the day, maybe two hours during the night. You know, you have to shift your schedule. All right. And so married, one kid, another one on the way. And how old are you? I'm 42. 42. Last question, Sebastian. What do you wish you knew when you were 20? What I wish I would know, it's it's not easy to find good people. Uh, I got lucky when I was 20. I built a company and, uh, you know, the team just came together. So when I was 30 and I did it again, I thought the team would come together. And uh, now I realize it's actually hard to get the team to get together. <laughs> Guys, jowjin.com doing $6,000 a month in revenue from about 10 customers. Sebastian founded the company a couple of years ago, called 2015. He's looking at potentially raising $500,000 right now, would sell up to 40% of the company if the deal was right, the partner was right. But until then, he's focused on growing mainly through GitHub searches as he integrates with Django. And a lot of people find him that way. Sebastian, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you so much, Nathan.